Hello, M family. Welcome back to our podcast for Empowering Life Ministries. It's Friday, September the 8th, and we're your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber, and we are so thankful that you are joining us again today. We have uh, just want to let you know about this coming Sunday at Good News Worship Center. Uh, Pastor Donnie has set something in place. This will be our third Sunday doing a panel discussion on relationships. It has been so rich and so much fun and so informative. Uh, Everything talking about from families to uh, conflict resolution, so many different things. And I know this Sunday we're going to talk about parenting, which (laughs) which should be very fun. It'll be definitely an experience. <laughs> yes, it will. And uh, I'm just looking forward to it. I know we're going to have a great time. But today, to finish out the week, uh, I think this is going to be something in the next uh, few minutes. It's really going to be very interesting to you because we've been talking about what does it mean to rest in God. And we have been using for the last few episodes the tools that you can use to get into that state of rest. And it's been different kinds of prayer. And the last few days, we, we got kind of got stuck on cons- on the prayer of consecration. And I began to look at a couple of things, and it just kind of surprised me because I never really thought about it in this way. But, you know, the word consecrated is only used two times in the New Covenant. One of those times is talking about Jesus, and then another time is talking about us. Yeah, and it comes from the book of Hebrews. Yeah, and I'm going to read it in King Jimmy, of course, because that's where I start. <laughs> that's where we you start at. Time. Yes, I'll, I'll look at all the other ones, but I usually start there. Uh, it says in Hebrews seven twenty eight, for the law maketh men high priests which have infirmity, but the word of the oath which was since the law maketh the Son who is consecrated forevermore. And if you look up the word fir- infirmity there. He makes men high priests which have infirmity. It's it's talking about men that are feeble of the mind or of the body, or it's really just speaking about moral weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And to me, what that talks about, and you know, none of us are perfect, right. you know, except Jesus. Except Jesus, you know. But the thing in that, this is what come to mind with me, is that we can give instruction of how to do things and have the word of the Lord of how to do things, but we all don't always see it through that's true you know it's kind of like i was playing golf with my grandson the other day and i was showing him stuff about some stuff about golf and i was telling him you know if you want to hit it this way to hit a, a draw or to hit a uh, a fade you know this is the way you need to grip the club and this way your stance need to be and you do this or whatever and uh and i said you know the key is trying to Hit it right down the middle. <laughs> That's I mean, the key. Most time, most of the time, you <laughs> That's want the it, plan. The key is keeping it in the fairway. So I just got through giving him the instruction, and it was right instruction. I've had good teachers, <laughs> and I got up to hit after having that conversation and hit a banana slice. <laughs> <laughs> so you and told it, him what to do. I told but him you didn't the right thing. What to That's do. right. I told him the right thing, <laughs> but then I didn't follow through with it. But it was a good plan. Well, it was the right thing. (laughs) It's the right thing. Well, I looked at this scripture, and you were talking about it there, because, 
you know, we're talking about consecration. And it says there on the end, since the law maketh the son, talking about Jesus, who is consecrated forevermore. Now, on the last few podcasts, we've talked about the word consecrated there being separated or set apart. But when we talk about the Lord here, we talk about Jesus, the word consecrated here is completely different. It does not mean set apart. The word consecrated here, and this is why we tell you, be a student of the word. Right. So you can understand everything that it's talking about. We're going to draw you a picture though. The word consecrated for Jesus here means perfect, complete, and accomplished. So now listen to that same verse in the Passion Translation. The law appointed flawed men as high priest, but God's promise sealed with his oath, which succeeded the law, appoints a perfect son who is complete forever. So Amen. now, woo, that's exciting to me. But now we're still talking about the book of Hebrews, and, and that comes in chapter 7. But then we go on in the second time that the word consecrated is used in the New Covenant is only three chapters later. And, you know, we all know there's not really chapters in the original text, but it's in chapter 10, verses 19 and 20. And this is the consecrated that's speaking of us. Well, this is what the consecration does for us. It says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. So I want you to take a second and get a picture. We talk about pictures. I want you to think about Jesus' physical body. And I want you to see that body on the cross. Because that body on the cross, his body represents that veil. In the old covenant, the priest, the high priest, was the only one. Not even the other priest. Only the high priest could go once a year and go beyond the veil with the blood of the sacrifice to make atonement for the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. And and that he would go beyond that veil and enter into the holiest of all. That's really speaking about the presence of God. So now when Jesus' passion took place and they pierced his side, blood and water came forth. And that, you know, was the birthing of his bride. It's the birthing of this church because it says we came forth by water and by blood, mm-hmm. right? So in that, that's the picture I want you to have in that. So now because Jesus' blood has been applied to our life, his veil has been ripped, his flesh was rent, and now because of the consecration that was made for us, now all of us can enter in to the presence of God at any time and, and, and you know obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We'll find that in Hebrews 4 and 16. Mm-hmm. But that's what he accomplished for us, and that's how we got in because of that consecration that was brought for us. And I'm telling you right now, I don't have to have. See, before, I, they had to have a mediator of a priest that would go to God for them. Now we can go directly to the throne of God. Jesus is our mediator who made the way. Yes, he is. The forerunner. The forerunner. I love that. Well, I started looking at these two different places here. And the word consecration there in Hebrews 10, talking about us, means to be renewed or to be dedicated. So, you know, as we're closing out this week and talking about being the, the prayer of consecration, I began to look at those two scriptures, and this is what just jumped out at me. So 
in Hebrews 7, what he's really saying is, is Jesus was becoming in his perfection, in his completion, and in all that he accomplished, made a way for us to be renewed, made a way for us to be dedicated and set apart just for him. Amen. And I love that second definition given on consecrated there. It means that is to inaugurate, Mm -hmm. to renew or to inaugurate. So his death, burial, and resurrection brought many sons to glory. The word inaugurate means the beginning of something. So he was the beginning beginning. of this new life and this new access that we have into the presence of God. All of that was inaugurated when he brought that about. And so now because of his accomplishment or his perfection, we are now inaugurated. We are dedicated ceremonially unto the Lord. Now that to me, that's a true picture of rest. Absolutely. We're ceremonially celebrated. In oh, I Christ. Thought you said that. Well, I'm serious. We're <laughs> that body language over here. <laughs> celebrated in the Lord because now he's made us uh, sons is what he's done. And he calls us his brethren. Isn't that awesome? So listen, that's a great way to end this week talking about what does it mean to rest in God. Get a visual. Think about that this weekend over your time and just meditate on that. That because of his perfection and his accomplishment, you are dedicated and renewed in Christ. Amen. You have a great day. We'll be back Monday Monday morning whenever you want to listen on Monday. <laughs> but uh, hope you join us. You have a great weekend. God bless you. <laughs>